0: Yeah. I'm working on time. I'm upset. 50,000 on my head is disrespect. So offended that I had to double check. I'm always take the money over sex. That's why they need me out the way. What you expect?
1: So Kansas lost to Coastal Carolina. Yep. And then it was Kansas State that lost to Arkansas State.
0: Yep. And they also lost to Arkansas State. And then Iowa State lost to... The home the home state Louisiana Raging Cajun South uh shout to Lafayette.
1: The Raging Cajuns of Lafayette, Louisiana. Um, and Iowa was they were preseason top twenty five. I think they were number twenty three. Um, obviously they're not that high this week, but uh yeah, definitely uh it kind of crazy to see all these upsets in week one. Usually we get like one, maybe two. Right. I mean, I'm sure it's happened, but I can't recall in recent memory a time that we got three upsets in a power five league week one.
0: Um, I think it's definitely been a long time, uh, since that's happened. And um it's just even crazier that it's all happened in the, the same conference. It's just in the big
1: twelve, like, you know, I mean we said last week that it's a it's a two horse race. Like, um, You know, you got Oklahoma, you got Texas, which we're going to talk about later on, because uh, obviously, you know, I said some things last week that I may need to backpedal on. Uh, You know, maybe uh, we'll talk about it. Um, Yeah, so so free tuition. Um, Here we are. This is it's week two for us, but it's week three of the college football season Um, and still preseason for a couple of leagues out there. Um, The SEC and now coming up to, as of today, we have an announcement that the Big Ten is resuming football the weekend of October 24. Um, Malone, we talked about this last week, so here we are. Um, I mean, I, I believe this is going to be enough to get them in the playoff conversation.
0: Yeah, uh, this, this should definitely do it. Um, I, I think, um, yeah, like how you, how, we, how you spoke on, we talked about it uh, the last episode. I think we'll end up just pushing the playoff back, you know uh, maybe a month or so, you know what I mean? And then everybody would be right there in the mix to, to make things happen. But yeah, I mean, we, we had to have, uh, Ohio state and, and Justin Fields and those guys playing football this year. I mean, um, that's a, that's a prime time program. Uh, they bring a lot to the table every year. Um, so, you know, it, it's great to see them and, and, and the conference back.
1: Yeah, and it's going to fit in pretty easily because, I mean, obviously uh, leagues like the ACC and the SEC ended up opting into, um, you know, a higher number of uh, teams that they're going to be playing in the league. Um, Big Ten, they've opted into doing an eight-week season. Um, And then, of course, a championship game at the end of the season. But that way it kind of fits in a little nicely. I mean, they should be... Basically expected to end right at the end of December, if you kind of do the math on the calendar Okay. Um, with, you know, with bye weeks and everything considered with that. So it's going to put pressure on the playoff committee to push the playoff back, because right now it is scheduled basically the same time frame as it is every year. Uh, You know that that I believe the semis are right now scheduled for January 1st. Um, unless they push that back. But as of last I've seen, um, I believe it's still that week one. But this is obviously going to have to push things back.
0: Yeah, no, they're, they're going to have to um, push things back just, you know, just logistically as far as uh, uh, the way the games are going to play out. Um, yeah, these guys don't start playing until October, you know. Um, it's, it's just going to have to happen. Now, what's going to be interesting is for these teams who are going to be in a playoff, who have maybe cemented their way already. Um, how is that going to affect them as far as with the extra time off? You know, uh, we, I feel like we've both probably seen it over the years uh, when it comes to bowl games and so on and so forth, the long break being a positive and a negative. So that would be interesting to, to follow down the road.
1: Could you imagine if at the end of the year we have, like, maybe you throw out a uh, a Clemson who's undefeated, you throw out i'm just going to say alabama who's right. undefeated just you know yeah. um let's say if that's the case maybe like a team like, and then maybe oklahoma's undefeated um and then you got ohio state who's coming up undefeated and let's just say the number 4 you know number 4 right before uh, you know big 10 finishes their year is a team like i don't know one loss georgia one loss lsu right. you're number 4 And then all of a sudden the big 10 finishes their season and Ohio state moves up to number four at that point, which may, and it may not even be the case, but if something like that happens, I mean, this is going to spark a little bit more controversy as far as in my opinion, with the way that the leagues are going to finish out with some of these leagues ending in the beginning of December. And then of course the big 10 ending at the end of December.
0: Yeah. You know, it's definitely a dangerous game. Um, you know, when you when you when if it does play out that way, um, I guess it's all going to come down to, you know, the the strength of schedule. Once we all look at it, um, how everything looks, um, the strength of the conferences, and how these teams are actually looking, it's going to be a whole different criteria as far as grading these teams. You know, since it's going to be all conference play, and um, my hope would be is that it's not something that you know we kind of see a lot of times in society where. You kind of forget about what's been there and what you had and then you start to focus on just what's in front of you in the right now. You know what I mean? Um, so I could see that happening with Ohio State where they're the last team to play and the analysts and everyone who has a vote, you know, that's the last thing that they play and everyone else they haven't seen they haven't seen play, you know, or uh, for a prior two or three weeks. So this is the last product that you have. So it, it'll be easy for them to kind of propel them forward. If you get what I'm saying, you know what I mean? Just cause they're the last thing that they've seen. But as far
1: as like the big 10, are there any other teams outside of Ohio state that you can see like, you know, creeping in? Like, I mean, I, I'm not even going to talk about that team, you know, in Michigan, but, um, anybody else like maybe Penn state or, you know, you had a sleeper in Minnesota last year.
0: Uh, yeah. Um, obviously you, uh, you know, you can't ever count out the, the Penn state's, um, and you know, Michigan State always kind of brings a pretty solid product to the field as well. Um, but yeah, you bring up a good one in Minnesota. Uh, I mean, you know, you still got still got PJ Fleck. I think great, great coach. coach. Man, great coach. I think they returned returning a, a quarter their quarterback as well. Um, you know, anytime you return your quarterback, you always kind of have a chance, you know. So um we'll see what happens with uh, uh Minnesota this year, but I think they got a good shot at being pretty good.
1: As of right now, I don't think they have announced the schedule for the Big Ten. If they have, I haven't seen it. Um, uh, All we know is that it's the eight games. Um, But, I mean, obviously with uh, the the league broken up how it is, um, you know, you'll have basically the same. Well, it's going to pretty much be the same number of games as they would normally play on on any given season, just no out of conference opponents. So, I'm assuming it's going to be something similar to what we've seen in the past, like maybe you know those rivalry games at the end of the year, like Ohio State and Michigan. But um, anything you could think of as far as like scheduling, you know, anything that they may change, or you think they're just going to kind of go on par with what they
0: do? Yeah, I think they're going to go on par with what they do. I I think uh, you know this is going to be so different as it is i think that they're gonna want to have some normalcy there to a degree so yeah i think we'll see like the robbery gains be the last week and and so on and so forth and, and kind of keep those uh uh those traditions alive the best way possible with them being in i mean ohio state
1: we didn't talk about them in a in a top four last year but now or, or not not last year last week um but now, obviously, we're looking at them being uh, a potential Final Four. Um, do they have a weakness? I mean, w- you know, they, they're solid. On, you know, you got Justin Fields returning. You got probably the deepest defense um, in the country uh, with those players they got coming back. Except, you know, they had a couple of people opt out. But, you know, even still, it's Ohio State. So, I mean, do they have a weakness right now?
0: Uh, I, I really don't think that they do, man. Um, Ohio State is is truly... One of the most talented rosters, uh, year in and year out, from from top to bottom, like it's it's pretty insane. I mean, um, they they're they're really stacked. They're really really stacked. So yeah, I don't I don't see weakness on their team, especially not playing in that conference as well. So uh, I expect them to roll.
1: I believe so. I mean, you know, there's just – got some good teams, and you still got teams out there like Wisconsin and Iowa that can sneak in. But I think it's definitely Ohio State's league to lose. I think they go undefeated. They're going to win whoever they play in the championship, and they will end up obviously making it into that final four. Um, So just to kind of move along here. So last week um, when we talked about potential teams, uh, you know, we kind of grazed over Texas. And um, as of this past week, Sam Ellinger, uh, who was uh, the Big 12 player of the week, uh, and rightfully so, with uh, he had 450 passing yards, five touchdown passes. He obviously heard what I was saying on here.
0: Uh, Sam Ellinger definitely listened to Free Tuition last week. And, you know, he was like, you know what, Scott, I'm about to come out here and. Dude, he let me have it. He let me hey, have. Show you what's going on. Yeah, nah, it was, it was a great performance. I mean, you know, um, he he was out there, man. Made plays, uh, five touchdowns, four twenty six yards. I mean, what can you say?
1: Just absolutely. And and just a dominating performance all around uh, for Texas. And and same thing with Oklahoma, um, you know, their week one opponent. Um, And, you know, these guys are just, uh, you know, they're still only playing in, you know, kind of that that early on you know, echelon type of the season where you're playing some of these uh, FCS teams. Um, it, I mean, Texas in their, you know, they played UTEP and Oklahoma played Missouri state, both games at home. Um, so we expected kind of that blowout. And then of course, over in Oklahoma, you had uh, Spencer Rattler, who we did talk about last week as a, you know, uh, I mentioned him as a possible Heisman candidate early on. Um, I know you had high praise about him and he himself came out with, uh, 290 yards and four touchdowns, Um, you know, QBR of uh, 97.7. So uh, this is kind of shaping up to be, by the way, Mordecai, uh, he was also 14 for 17 with 157 and a touchdown, but more on him later. Uh, but Spencer Rattler, you know, this is going to end up being they play week four um, a couple of weeks from here. Now uh, they're going to be playing Texas and Sam Ellinger. So we're already kind of moving into a phase where we're going to have that big, I mean, obviously it's the uh, red river. So what do you think?
0: Uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's, you know, Rattler definitely obviously came out and performed. Um, I was for sure going to make that point about Mordecai as well, how they really put up uh, the same amount of completions per attempts, uh, you know it's 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 pretty hilarious how they both had the the same amount of basically the same stats just Rattler have more yards um but uh yeah I mean I think it was a great performance by Rattler he kind of came out and, and made a point and uh strong guys open and obviously it's Missouri State so you know you got to take it for what it is but as a team it did what they were supposed to do I mean 48 nothing you know what more can you ask for um We were going to get – there's some more names out here that we're seeing as far as uh, receivers, Um, you know. So some of these guys are definitely going to be household names before, you know, the season's up as far as I'm concerned. And I'm looking back at the
1: schedule here and I'm trying to find it. I said week four. I think it's actually a little later on like week six but i think it's both it's both of their you know fourth games it's one of their fourth games but either way it's uh they're going to be uh having their showdown on october 10th um which is probably more like 3 or 4 weeks away here um but it is going to be in um you know it's going to be in oklahoma so home game for them which even right now still not having any fans but having maybe that noise aspect of it and just the intimidation of going into a house like that
0: um i'm going oklahoma man
1: you think I'm it's kidding. going to be Oklahoma?
0: I'm telling you right now. I mean, Scott, man. Like how long have we been kind of waiting to see a performance like that from Sam Ellinger? It's been a while. I mean,
1: it's been this a while. is something he comes out and does every week. Um I'm interested to see kind of what he does this week against uh against Texas Tech or I'm sorry, that's next week, 26. Um so they have a bye week this week, but you know, they're going to be going on the road to Texas Tech and this is where, all right, you know, you have this week one performance. This is an early Heisman candidate type of performance, and so what are you going to do next? And right. I feel like a guy like Spencer Rattler, you know, he's he's the kind of guy who's going to be able to do this every week.
0: Exactly. That's 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 exactly the point I was going to make. I mean, Sam Ellinger was it, this is like his fifth year of college, you know, where that was a good performance. He actually had a pretty decent game against LSU last year. Um, but I mean, the five touchdowns, 426 yards. We haven't really seen that, and this is like his fourth or fifth year. This man Rowler just rolled out of bed in his first start, threw for 290, um, four touchdowns like out the gate. I mean, it's just it's plug and play over there, at Oklahoma man. They're gonna they're gonna roll. They're gonna roll. They're gonna be Texas again. It's just there's no you know the system. It's just the system, man. I I, I believe in Oklahoma way more.
1: Yeah, um, especially yeah, that Lincoln Riley system. I mean, that's another guy we hyped up a lot last week. Uh, yeah, there, it, it's pretty much they would have to lay an egg to pretty much lose that game. Yeah, um, especially at home. So, but I think it's gonna be it, it'll be interesting, um, to see if Sam Alga- That's definitely gonna be the game he's gonna step up in. If at any point, um, he's you know, last one
0: at that. So yeah, he's gonna go hard.
1: It's it's gotta be this. It's now or never for the kid, You know. Yeah. That was a bold thing he did a couple years ago after the Georgia game. And so
0: he got to stand on that.
1: You got to stand on it. Like it, it, it's now or never. Um, so you got to beat, you got to beat Oklahoma while you're there.
0: Yeah. I we'll think see, that, Cause yeah, I mean, it hasn't happened yet, right? If it has,
1: it was once. And it was like probably early on in his career. Cause I remember they lost to Texas one year. It was like their only loss of the year. Um, And at the end of the season, they played in the championship and they beat them. Um, I just don't remember if he was already enrolled or if it was right before he got there. Gotcha. Um, I could be wrong. Don't quote me. Um, You know, I don't have the exact timeline of that uh, in front of me here right now. But as far as this week, I mean, we have, uh, you know, still a lot of those Um, You know, FBS versus FCS uh, matchups. You do have an interesting matchup with Miami versus Louisville, which, in my opinion, has two of the top, I'm going to go top five quarterbacks in the ACC, in my opinion, right now. Okay. uh, With with King and Cunningham. I like Cunningham. I really like uh, uh, Mikael Cunningham. I think he's got the tools to put Louisville back into a position where they could possibly, Maybe contend with the, uh, you know, the idea of fighting for second or third in the, in the, in in that particular division with, you know, obviously I don't think they're going to take out Clemson, but they've got right. potential with him. And then of course you got Derek King over at Miami.
0: Yeah, um, for sure. Derek King impressed me last week. Um, I thought he played well. Uh, now I'm not familiar um too much with the quarterback from from Louisville I must say uh so I would definitely be tuning in so I can get my 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 first look in and get my eyes on this guy and see what he brings to the table um but it's definitely kind of the most the tastiest matchup of the weekend if I had to guess just kind of going through the schedule here um just for local purposes being here in Atlanta I'll probably tune into uh Georgia Tech and UCF just since Georgia Tech won last week and George Tech has a couple of players from New Orleans who I like on their football team. So I'll probably tune in that next week. But um yeah, man, uh Miami Louisville, that that's definitely I'm going through this whole thing now. That's that's about it for the weekend. Um, you know, you were we were supposed to have Virginia and Virginia Tech and BYU and Army this weekend as well, but like they've both been postponed.
1: Yeah, and I, I think um, you know, COVID related reasons, um, as far as why those games aren't happening. Um Definitely, yeah. Definitely, a little bit of a slow week in, in the in the uh, in the leagues this week. Um, but at the same time, that doesn't mean there's going to be bad football games because obviously we saw what happened last right. week when you had some of those Big Twelve teams, uh, you know, play some of these games and you actually had uh, some entertainment. But no, yeah. yeah I'll I take
0: that back. I take that back. A, a sneaky one. I didn't mean to cut you off. A sneaky one. Uh, Houston Baylor. Houston Baylor is
1: this week. Houston is definitely one of those teams that they can kind of just come up and strike at any time.
0: Absolutely. You know, a team that can put up points. Um, Baylor as well. This will be um, another this will be a game for Dave Aranda, uh, former LSU defense coordinator as well. So I'll, I'll probably be trying to tune into that also
1: had yeah, a couple of high level offenses. And I'm I'm interested to see what happens with UCF at Georgia Tech this week. Uh Georgia Tech coming off of that win um at Florida State last week. Um granted Florida State hasn't been the same for quite a long time and it was, you know, game one um under coach uh under Coach Mike. But uh this is definitely one that you could see Georgia Tech possibly winning. I mean they're unranked right now, UCF. Um, is ranked number 14. Um, as far as the, I believe this is the AP poll I'm looking at here. Um, so and they haven't played a game yet, so we haven't even seen UCF and if they're you know what they're going to be this year. So, um, interested to see that one,
0: yeah, for sure. And uh, looking at the early line here, UCF is uh seven and a half point favorite. So, I mean, you oh know, man, oh, man. Touchdown, that's that's, that's, you know, there's Take some, money on Georgia tech.
1: Yeah. There's some room to play with there. That's a free tuition with. guarantee money on Georgia tech. I'll see y'all on Saturday. Put the money on it right now.
0: You heard the man, you heard the man, put the money up. My uh, track Jim, record speaks for itself. Hey, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that's, that, that should definitely be uh pretty entertaining. Um, uh, Just to see how Georgia tech plays out. I'm sure they're feeling confident going into uh going to this game after beating Florida State last week. So let's see what happens.
1: Yeah, so other than that, I mean, you have, like, Wake Forest at NC State. I mean, you know, it'll be NC State's first matchup. Some of these teams that are coming out for the first time this week that didn't play last week, right. um, like Boston College and the ACC. Um, and then you have uh, Oklahoma State. They're playing their first matchup this week as well uh, against Tulsa. So some of these teams that we haven't seen yet that maybe, you know, fan bases out there want to see what they're uh, kind of looking at uh, as far as going forward into the season.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, yeah. some of these guys just getting their feet wet this week. And, yeah, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, they're going to, you know, it's just so crazy like this season how, you know, I I think we fought, kind of saw it last week with Louisiana Lafayette going to Iowa State. You know, um, without the fans, man, it's just crazy how how it works. It's like you know we talked about it. It's it's truly mano y mano. It's like how bad do you want it? You know, so it's uh it's very interesting to see these games played without the fans because I think we're gonna get some really good football. I kind of want to relate it to um uh, to the bubble, uh, the NBA bubble. You know, I feel like this has been some of the best basketball we've seen in the playoffs over the last ever. Year. Just because I mean. You know, with the no crowds, like it's it's really just, are you better than me or are you not? They're just playing ball. Yeah, they're just playing. They're just playing. So I'm I'm thinking we're gonna get that to a degree here with all these games this season. So it it really should be a good season and it should be fun.
1: Yeah, just to kind of veer off topic into what you were just talking about. Um Last night sealed the fate. As far as this NBA season is concerned, uh, the Los Angeles Lakers have won the NBA World Championship. So, uh, you heard that here first as well. So,
0: oh man, whoa, hey, we see where we see where the show is going, y'all. Look, man, <laughs>
1: it's time.
0: Hey, nah, talking. that was. Hey, the, the the Clipper game last night was crazy crazy still can't believe that they 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 blew the 3-1 lead um they deserve all the jokes all the jokes they've gotten they deserve uh but uh yeah man i think you guys got a good shot uh of course you know we still gotta play these games um never has some talent but i tell you i think this is where it's gonna i think at this point you know the amount of games played on the body in the quick succession i think it's where this is where it starts to add up for some of those teams you know especially a team like denver i mean they played so many games, uh, you know, so rest of fatigue, man. I think it's going to become a real thing. I don't want to spend too much
1: time on this, but I but I, I this keeps crossing my mind. Like, what if the bubble championship, the, the championship finals of the NBA bubble, is the Los Angeles Lakers versus the Boston Celtics. Arguably, the, not even arguably, it is the greatest rivalry in NBA history. And they could potentially, there's a, the, the, I mean, they're both in their conference finals and they could potentially be the bubble championship.
0: Yeah, for sure. It would be great, man. It would be great. Uh, great for the NBA. Uh, and the irony in it as far as that happening with, uh... Uh, uh, in in a bubble year, with the being the greatest rivalry in the NBA, like you mentioned, would be would be outstanding. Um, but I tell you, Celtics uh, got a, got a, a tall ladder to climb before they get to to the finals. Um, Miami is not playing around. Um, but I, I I won't front. I would like to see Boston make it to the finals. Well, let me
1: re-clarify. So I am not rooting for the Celtics to get there. I hope Miami sweeps them. Um, So, you know, just to put that, I never want the Celtics to win ever in history. I hope they lose every single game that they step onto the court. Um, So that, you know, I never want to see them win. So I still hope Miami sweeps them. However, I do know what it's like to you know just go against that rival for something like this all the marbles you know i mean you you've seen it with like north carolina and duke and and of course like lsu and alabama is pretty much in every year type of thing so it's uh, it's gonna be interesting to see the end of the NBA season, but uh, you know, I kind of went off topic there. Um, kind of all good, all good. Kind of, kind of veering back to uh, college football here now. Next week, and you know, probably won't spend too much time talking about this right now because, uh, you know, we'll have plenty of this to talk about next week. But we're basically at this point almost a week away from SEC play. Um, and there are some, you know. They're the only league, as of right now, aside from Big Ten. As soon as they get started, that they're only playing conference games, and so next week, it's not like you know Alabama's playing the Citadel or LSU is playing, you know, uh, I, I don't know Georgia State. Uh, you know these guys; these guys are playing SEC teams, so um, you're gonna see some high level matches uh, really quickly um, in, in SEC football. Is there anything right now kind of looking a little bit ahead of Malone that you're kind of looking forward to when uh that takes place?
0: Oh, for sure, man. Um, I mean, I mean, LSU has no catwalk came- well, coming out the gate, uh, going against a new system with Mike Leach at Mississippi State with a quarterback who is a pro from from uh Stanford and KJ Costello. Uh with a pass happy system. I mean, it's gonna be um, you know, let's see what these DBs got right out the gate uh we know what Darius stingley has got but we got some new young guys who are going to be playing on the opposite of him and it's going to be a tall test early uh but besides that man um you know old miss in florida is going to be a very good game i think uh i think that's going to be quite interesting they got an early line for florida at 11 points i think that might be a little it's a little high yeah Ole, little miss high is right at, now. Uh, Ole
1: miss is at home and um and you know, definitely, uh, Lane Kiffin's gonna have those guys fired up.
0: Absolutely, and uh, I would also throw off Kentucky and Auburn for for that week. Um, so between those three three games, I think those would be uh, the most intriguing. Um, you know, if you're looking for some good SEC football to watch.
1: Yeah, and we'll we'll dive a little bit deeper into that next week. Um, it wanted to kind of spend a little bit of time as far as like, uh, you know, obviously one team that we got to see this week, uh, was the Tigers of Death Valley, um, in Clemson, South Carolina. Um, you know, we'll get to see the LSU Tigers next week. Uh, there were a couple of things that stood out to me, uh, in that matchup, uh, for Clemson against Wake Forest, and. You know, it is Wake Forest. I mean, they're not a high-profile football school. Um, So time will tell as far as what some of these things will end up playing out to be. But two things that really stood out to me was that Trevor Lawrence looked absolutely elite. Um, No interceptions. The only really bad play he had was that early sack. Um, But other than that, I mean, passes were on point. He's making his reads. He's not forcing balls uh, like he did early last year. And in exchange, I mean, he was dicing up the defense. I mean, Trevor and DJ, they both uh, look pretty, pretty elite, pretty poised in the offense Um, and uh, really excited to see. uh, Obviously, Trevor announced that this is going to be his final year. Um, I caught
0: that last week. I caught that last week. It was really cool that he just kind of put that out there. So, I mean, that's that's. That's real stud talk. That's real stud talk right there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, he letting you know out the gate, like, look, this is it. Plus he's graduating as well. So shout out to him. Um, That's impressive as well. You know what I mean? So uh, at school for three years, boom, get that degree. And you're about to be the top pick. I mean, you can't really, what else can you say? Can't be. It doesn't have to come back. Um, and
1: and then of course DJ with how he, I mean he's uh, you know he's QB two right now um, as of uh, that game. So he's gonna obviously as of right now inherit the offense next year. And it, there's not gonna be a drop off. I mean it's basically the best way I could put it. I mean and again it's still just Wake Forest, but he just looks so impressive. He he's physically he's bigger than Trevor. Um, he's gonna be uh, you know more. Uh, just being able to kind of body his way and we only got a little small dose of it, but he just commands the offense. So well, um, some of the other freshmen that actually played a bigger role um, were of course, the two linemen that came out, um, you know, Murphy and, uh, and big boy Brian and they both miles. Murphy was basically, you know, he kind of showed out. He led the team in sacks. He had a couple of sacks uh, and uh, you know, several tackles. He, he, he really kind of showed out game one.
0: Okay, yeah, no, I'm I'm looking now. Um, yeah, he definitely showed out. Uh, I mean, led the team in 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 the all the major categories.
1: Yeah, I mean he. Just looks like a, a an absolute stud out the gate, and then, um, and then Brian, he pretty much very beginning of the game, you know, he got a you know early penalty called on him. Very next play, he pretty much eats up the line for for a sack. Um, they gave him half a sack, but that was him. Like I'm, I'm still kind of shocked they did that.
0: Gotcha. I am. I am happy to see KJ Henry on the statue with the sack as well. i been. KJ wow. was balling. See, I want to. I want to see him blow up because I, I. You know, I knew him and. Uh, man, what was what was other buddy's name that he came in with? Uh, uh
1: Tyler. No, no. Um. Um. Xavier Thomas. Xavier Thomas. Now. I – Did he opt out or does he? Xavier Thomas, as of right now, is um, I think they're redshirting him this year. Um, He's had some complications. He actually tested positive for COVID. One of the players that tested positive over the summer. And he's continued to have a little bit of complications with it um, to where he's not, it's not like he's sick right now, but he's just not physically ready to play football. Yeah. Um. So they're, you know, he's taking a a few of these games off. Um. You know, they're they're planning to redshirt him, kind of get him physically fit and ready, and then you know, with redshirt, that he can he's still eligible to play four games. So they're going to kind of bring him on late into the season.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. Hopefully, um, man, I'm hoping he gets healthy. Um, that's definitely. uh, I mean, that kid is, you know, oozing with talent. So uh, I'd love to see him out there playing, man. So hopefully he gets well. I did too, and then hopefully, you know, I mean. I'm interested to see
1: what he'll do at the end of the season. Cause he's a kid who he'll be eligible to opt out. He's like, you say, he's got all the talent in the world, so he's going to get NFL looks. I'm interested to see if he is going to end up coming back because with the, with some of these freshmen that came out and did what they did, I mean, they're, you know, there's only so many spots you can be on the D line,
0: man. If you get him ready and you play last two games of the season, well, no, you play last game of the season conference championship, and then two playoff games. I mean, that's really all the four four games of film that you need, your four most important games. And, you know, sure. he plays those, gets the film out. And I bet, you, I bet you that's the plan. I bet you that's the plan. I mean that's, that's, I mean, that's what I would do if I was him, you know, if we're at this point. Um, just get ready, play those last four games, and, you know, boom. Do what you got to do. And uh, the film speaks for itself. We know what he could do.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, he's you know when he came out he was top 3 prospect i mean he's definitely a baller um and so uh you know I, i'm really excited to see how the season's going to fold out with Clemson i'm not really as worried about those that last stretch of games now as much as i was uh prior um you know i think you know just kind of looking at the team up and down Travis Etienne uh did Travis Etienne things um the receiving core is Still absolutely elite, even with the loss of, you know, T Higgins to the draft and Justin Ross to his uh, season ending surgery. Uh, the kids out there, Amari Rogers is still balling. Um, you know, he had a great game yet. I believe it was six catches for 90 yards, five catches for 90 yards, something like that. Um, and then you have uh, other guys like uh, Joseph not. I keep hyping up each year. Um, he's kind of wide receiver one out there on the, on the, on the wide out. Um, so, he had a pretty nice game. Um, and then a huge high level tight end, Brandon Galloway, uh kind of stepped up into that that, you know, he's gonna be uh he's gonna be a tight end that you know is gonna get some NFL looks as well.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at the numbers. Yeah, it looks like he definitely um stood out some here. Uh great size as well. So um yeah, no, I I would expect him to uh to keep balling. Um nothing like having a big target out there.
1: Yeah, I'm glad he's finally getting some time because he was one, if you remember, he was one of those players that uh, a couple of years ago um, there were three players, including Dexter Lawrence, that um, had tested positive for some kind of um, enhancement.
0: Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes.
1: So he was one of those guys. So he actually was ineligible all of last year um, until, I believe, the playoff. Like he was able to play in the playoff. Um, I think he
0: made plays in the championship game. Actually, He did.
1: Yeah. yeah, kid's really nice. Like he he's an absolute stud. And so now that he's back and kind of in the rotation and, and obviously he's he's tied in one. Um and he's gonna get a ton of looks this year. Uh, because you know, defenses are not really looking at him. They're looking at the wideouts, they're looking at Travis Etienne, they're looking at Trevor Lawrence, who's got legs too. Like he's kind of one of those guys that's just kind of falling in the cracks and he's gonna make teams pay.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, you know, it's crazy how um that tight end position in college football, I feel, can really be a weapon. You know, it can really be a weapon in college football, that tight end, man, because, you know, a lot of times teams just don't have enough to cover all those positions, you know what I mean? When you have elite receivers and a running back and a quarterback with some kind of lessons to, to account for, a lot of teams don't have enough to account for uh, a tight end who could be a mismatch as well. So, uh, yeah, I, I will, I'm going to be keeping my eyes on him to see if he have got a big year.
1: Yeah, definitely excited to see how it plays out. Um other than that, I mean, you know, like we said, they're kind of a slow week this week. Um, you know, next week, uh, you know, we're going to kind of bring uh, with the SEC coming in, um, you know, definitely going to be a lot of talk about that and some of those games coming up next week. Um, and then, you know, of course, we'll continue on. You're going to see a little bit more conference play within the ACC um, and, of course, uh, the Big 12 and now the Big 10 coming up here a little over a month now. They got to get everybody in camp and uh, get them healthy and ready to play. Uh, football so we can get, get Ohio State in that uh, that college football playoff. Um, but uh, anything else that you may be looking forward to this uh, upcoming week here, in Malone, any games or any players that you may have seen this past week you want to see if they follow up on?
0: Uh, hopefully um, I can see uh, Louisiana Lafayette get another win. They actually play in Atlanta this week, playing against Georgia State. Oh, cool. uh, so hopefully, the uh, you know, the home state can um, get another dub.
1: So they're playing in Atlanta. Are they playing at uh, Mercedes-Benz? Uh,
0: they play at uh, Center Park Stadium, which is basically like, – Georgia State plays at um, where um, where the Braves used to play. The old, gotcha. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. T- uh, Turner Field. They played the old Turner Field. So that's where, uh, be getting, that's where they'll be getting their game in. Yes, sir. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. How about you? What you got? Uh, this upcoming week, I mean, I, I'm definitely,
1: it's going to be kind of a, uh, you know, from, I mean, Clemson personally, I mean, they're going to kind of do what they do against the Citadel. Um, I'm excited to see possibly the Notre Dame and US, uh, UF, geez, USF game, um, kind of see what happens with okay. that. Uh, you know, cause I mean, Notre Dame, they, they looked okay against Duke last week, but they didn't look great. Um, sure. I don't think right now they are a top 10 team, even though they're number seven right now. Um, we'll see how that kind of plays out. Um, and just kind of continue to see what, uh you know, also what North Carolina does uh, with Sam Howell. Yeah, you know, just kind of seeing what some of these ACC teams will do and how they'll kind of fold in with uh, with Clemson throughout the year.
0: Yeah, I will say, quick note, North Carolina, man, it didn't look good enough for me last week, uh, if I'm being completely honest. You know, it's, and it's the first game. I get it, you know, all that. You know, everything going on. I understand. They just, I just didn't, I just didn't left. The, I didn't leave the game feeling satisfied uh, as far as how they played for me. Um, but you know, obviously, we'll see how things go on as as the season moves forward. Yeah, Sam struggled a little bit. He threw a couple of picks, um, and even still,
1: it ended up being you know they didn't look great, and yet they still won thirty-one to six. So right. If you kind of have a, a C-minus game and you still end up winning by 25, you know, I, I think you probably end up being okay. Fair um, yeah, so But this week they're playing Charlotte, which, I mean, Charlotte's not a bad, um, you know, they're not a bad FCS team, but um, should be a pretty easy win. Uh, really going to be more interested to see uh, what they do with their next opponent here in the next couple of weeks, uh, which if I'm not mistaken – is going to be a Boston college on the road. So Boston college obviously is definitely a a tough place to play at tough place to win at. Um, So interested to see what Sam Howell does up there.
0: Yeah, man. um, This next game should definitely be a a confidence game to get everybody back, you know, feeling how they want to play and so on and so forth. And yeah, these next, these next, you know, weeks going forward, we're going to get better and better games and uh, you know, more and more competition and, We're going to see what a lot of these guys are really made of, man, all across the board.
1: It's going to be fun. Um, Next week, I'm really excited uh, when we get that SEC going. Um, This week, I mean, still going to have some good games. We'll see uh, kind of how it plays out with some of these schools. And uh, as of right now, kind of just to, before we close things out here for the episode, you know, I think it's kind of fun to project like our Heismans each week. Um, so as of right now, um, the three players that really impressed me the most uh, week one here, I mean, of course, you got Spencer Rattler. Um, I mean, you can't really go far. I, I know it's week one and we kind of dogged him a little bit earlier, but for one week, Sam Ellinger kind of has that Heisman type of resume right now. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, I would say that for number three, this one I've been kind of going back and forth on. Um, but I'm assuming for you, do you so far agree with those top two in in the top three right now? Or is there Right, because
0: all I, so who who were your top two?
1: Uh, Spencer Rattler and uh, Sam Allen. Sam, yeah. No your yeah. order. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with those for sure. I would say for me number 3 I'm going to go with the bias pick. Um Trevor Lawrence, man. Trevor Lawrence is uh hasman candidate number 3.
0: Yeah, no, I can't really argue with those three, my man. Um you know, obviously Trevor's the favorite, so he he for me Trevor's got to do a lot to lose his spot for me. You know what I mean? So, you know, as long as he Does what he's supposed to do, he should win it for me. You know what I mean? Someone has to either just be just super exemplary or you know what I mean? Really, it's just like last year, bro. It's just like last year. Like that should it was his. It was his. It was just someone was just so, so much like Trevor is the benchmark, which says a lot about him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um so yeah, someone just have to exceed those expectations. To make that happen, which I don't see happening this year. Uh, I really don't. I really don't. So, um, yeah. Trevor's going to do a lot for me to, to take him off the number one spot for the, for the Heisman, man, especially this year.
1: Yeah. So, Spencer Rattler, Sam Ellinger, Trevor Lawrence, those are going to be the uh, free tuition Heisman watch uh, for a week two here um so we'll see if anything kind of gets shuffled around after this upcoming week definitely gonna be a lot of potential candidates once we get some more leagues going um but uh
0: hey real quick yeah man shout out to uh dewan mathis being named the georgia starting quarterback wow real quick real quick because we did have a conversation last week about
1: Hold on, hold on. We ain't over yet, so <laughs> we back, we back. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on, Jamie yes, Newman. Man.
0: Yes, Jamie Newman was gonna lose the job to who? DeJuan Mathis, man. Now, now that's make that makes me that makes me think about the reasoning for him opting out now. So, like, like what is he doing? What is he doing? Is he just like? Trying to hold on to his value and just not play, or like, why not play for Georgia, bro? I don't get it. Like, I don't get it because obviously, just telling me that JT's not ready.
1: Something's going on. Um, yeah, I, man. I,
0: I'm kind you of see speechless, the
1: report, though, right? What's that?
0: You see the report, though, right?
1: Yeah, no, I'm I'm I see it. Like, I'm I'm kind of speechless right now. Like, um really thought it was going to be jt i didn't think there was any other explanation um but uh here we are
0: uh wow here we are man um yeah i'm not i'm not really sure how it's going to play out georgia has a real schedule uh and he's a redshirt freshman quarterback um you know not saying he's incapable he's not capable Um, he might be you know obviously they, they chose him to be the starter but it's going to be a tall test um you know, so we're, we're going to see what happens. But shout out to him for earning the job and, um, you know, good luck.
1: Yeah, DeJuan Mathis, man. Wow. Well, I mean, he's a big big guy, too. I mean, 6'6", 205, like, I mean, you know.
0: You I think he was talk. originally committed to Ohio State when he was in high school and then flipped to Georgia on, like, like on signing day type deal. Anytime you got two offers
1: like that, man, you're doing something right. Exactly. Um, like, you know, rankings
0: don't mean everything, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's crazy. Well, what a bombshell to end free tuition. Um, (laughs) That's insane. Uh, Everybody appreciate you tuning in. Uh, We'll see you next week. Uh, Preview the SEC. Uh, We out. Thanks guys. See y'all next week.